Welcome to a very special episode of Mystery Outsiders and Abs. It's a teen drama fan cast. Yeah, it's Thursday. It's very weird. It's very weird. I mean, you're usually this doesn't happen. Usually you're like, you go onto your feed on a Monday. And you're like, hey, I see that sneaky mystery music. I know what's up. Yeah. You see the music, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but now it's Thursday. And you're like, my podcatcher, it's broken. Yeah. But no, no, we're here to do the final episode of season one of the Orange County, more more locally known as the OC. And guys, it's a season finale for the ages. It's a, yeah, I mean, it, def- it definitely feels like a season finale. But you know, I kind of feel like in this day and age, and this was probably not the thing in 2003, 2004, as I say, a time that was mildly in the past. Yeah. Um, that's like that's like 15 years ago. In this day and age, you got to make your season finales series finales. If the show ended like this, yeah, it's the most heartbreaking. <laughs> this I is mean, the saddest show that ever started. I mean, it, hopefully, it'll make people come back. Yeah, but if the show ended, if they did not get a second season, oh yeah, I mean, I think back when this was coming out, they they, knew. Were, they knew they were getting a second season by. I don't know, mid-season? first season? Yeah. Yeah. And, and then I feel like, especially nowadays, it's a lot more... You, you never know. You, you end each season like it could be the end of the show. Because you know what? You could be picked up for a new season, and then and, something happens. Yeah, something, something could happen. I don't know. I don't know, guys. I don't know. But since it's the last episode, I think we should just get right into it. No more... No babbling on beforehand. I this have a, so many feels. Yeah, we gotta get, get our thoughts and feels out. So this is episode... 27, The Ties That Bind. The Ties That Bind. Episode 27? There's 27 episodes in this season, Aaron. That's so many episodes. That's so many episodes. No wonder this season has felt weird. That's like five too many episodes. Yeah, it... Man, it... I seasons are very short these days, like thirteen episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, for something that's dramatic, I think that's a perfect amount because this season of the OC has wavered and wandered, and then they really like felt like they need to get something for this last bit, and they just threw a new plot line in the last three they episodes. Just threw it at the wall, and it is. For... <sighs> uh. I. It worked on me, like, oh, when we, I well, had I mean, the tears, we'll, I we'll, had the We'll feels. talk about the ending when we get to the ending, but. But this plot did not stick for me. <sighs> no, it didn't. No. I, I, one thing I do want to mention is that in the flashback, and sorry, in the flashback, in the recap, <laughs> it does show that Teresa and Ryan has definitely had sex before. Yes, because she says, or he says, should we do this? And she says, it's not like we haven't before. Yeah. So thanks for Thanks for answering our question previously Thank on. Because we questioned it last week. And then ever inappropriate Seth is talking about baby names. <laughs> he believes the baby should be named Thor. Yeah. Or Seth. <laughs> yeah. One both of those strong two. names. Yeah. Hey, I mean, one, they're both gods. It's true. Yeah. One strong god, one trickster god. Is Seth the trickster god of Egypt? Yeah, he's the crocodile. Yeah. Or is Seth. that Seth? Yep. Seth, Sethos, You're right. Seth. Yeah, they're all, they're, yeah. all right, cool. Cool. I was right. <laughs> Great work. <laughs> Everything's better with a little bit of yeah. mythology. So it turns out the reason that they're just hanging out on this um, boardwalk is not to just talk about baby names. No. It's because Teresa was at family planning. Which, when she came out of family planning, I thought this was going to be another one of their, like, oh, we just happened to run into each other. <laughs> it almost looked like it. almost like when the door opened, they're like, huh, oh. who's that? But no, they were waiting for her. Yes, because they you wanted know to, you know. I blame TV. <laughs> for this misinformation. Or making me think that was an accident. No. Oh. I just want to give some advice to some young girls. All right, yeah. Some teenage girls who may find themselves in similar situations as Teresa. All right, you give your fa- your advice, then I'll give my advice. It's good to go to the doctor yes. when you're pregnant. Yeah. However, the doctor does not have a better pregnancy test than the home pregnancy test. If the home pregnancy test says that you're pregnant, you are yeah. And you have to start planning for your future. Yeah. It is very, very unlikely to get false positives, even though TV wants us to believe that. Yeah. If home pregnancy tests are very sensitive, if you go to the doctor's office, you're just going to pee on another stick. You should go to the doctor, but you need to start getting your mind in line yeah. for your future. And my advice for teenage girls is don't take my advice. 
I'm a 26-year-old man who knows nothing about your bodies. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard is here for. I'm just going to lecture you because I am in my 30s now. Yeah. And I know. You can tell, you can tell teenage girls all about their bodies. <laughs> I sure can. All right. So Kirsten is apparently planning the wedding and rehearsal dinner. Yep. It's not a- <laughs> and it's a cute what? scene because she's giving all these specifications. She's like, oh, my dad doesn't like this. And then Sandy's like, better get some of that. And she's like, my dad hates this. And he's like, hmm, better have that. I like how <laughs> Julie does nothing. Julie wants a perfect wedding with, okay, this is what every woman wants. Perfect <laughs> wedding with none of the work. Yeah, which she's getting because Kirsten is Kirsten is the most pushover I, pushover that ever pushed okay, over. Yeah, because do you know how this this goes on? Essentially, Kirsten's like, Sandy, can't you be nice to my dad? And Sandy's like, your dad did literal crime. And then she's like, but maybe. But, what if I kiss you? And he's like, you can kiss me, but your dad's still a bad guy. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, Sandy's boner eventually, like, betrays him. But I'm so upset at Kirsten because I'm like, Kirsten, you're... I know you love your father, but how many times has he done something so dang illegal? What about the guy who beat people up for your father? Mm-hmm. And now he, your husband had a dream to open up a restaurant and your father literally crushed that dream. Yep. He, and he didn't give Sandy the choice. He could have given Sandy the choice. Do you want to sell the restaurant or not? Yeah. But instead he just colluded. Yeah. He, he did. <laughs> You'll never he, open the restaurant. He, for, he forced the liquor board to deny him a liquor license to get him out. That is so, so illegal. And not only illegal, that is a very bad thing to do to your son. Yeah. 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 Like, so Sandy is his son in all intents and purposes. Yeah. And Kirsten, Kirsten's almost worse than Summer about this. I just can't get on Kirsten's side All for this Kirsten thing. All Kirsten wants is her dad's approval, and she will never get it. Because he's, because a, he's he can, a monster! Because he can't tell the truth. <laughs> so even if he approved of her, he could never tell her. <sighs> anyway, so now now Sandy's like, I guess I'll apologize for him for, you know, trying to ruin... I mean, I, I, I think they're trying to make us be a little more... Like, well, but he gave him a lot of money. I'm like, but his dreams! His dreams! But guess what? In the OC, you don't get dreams because in comes the kids and they're and the parents are like, you're not at school, which is what I was thinking. <laughs> I mean, they don't care. But uh, they are, in fact, not at school because yeah. Teresa, she pregnant. Oh, Teresa, and Teresa's done with this because Seth and Ryan are like, oh, no, we're just, we're just hanging out. And then Teresa's like, I'm pregnant. <laughs> yep. Smash the credits. Smash the credits. So, at the school. At the school? At the school. At the somewhere. At the school. Marissa is super upset. Mm. And you think she's upset because, like, she was hurt that Ryan dated someone else although they were broken up? Or do you think she's upset because her life is going to change in some way? Mm. But it turns out she's actually only upset until Ryan's like, but no, Marissa, I want to be with you. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, okay. Marissa's like... Oh, well, yeah, she's pregnant. It could be yours. We were broken up for a week. And I'm like, like, Marissa, he's got his own stuff he's going through. This isn't about you. It's not about you. I, and her whole, like, we were broken up for a week thing. I'm like, you gaslit him. Yeah, and you weren't really together when you were together with Oliver. Like, you weren't that good at being a girlfriend. Yeah, no. And he was not that good at being a boyfriend. You were not a good couple. And also, I'm like, you and Luke weren't even broken up when you tried to sleep with him in the model home. Also... Ryan dated Teresa before he dated you, Marissa. Yeah. So are you actually the interloper? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. But she doesn't see that way. It's about Marissa. But then Ryan reassures her and then everything's fine. Yeah, the, the Ryan's like, look, d- look, shut your mouth. I'm going to say some nice things to you right here. And you're going to forget all about that. And she does. And she does. It's great. Yeah. What you guys need to know about this episode as we go through it is it's a lot of super short, super atmospheric, very sad scenes. <laughs> Just so you know. Yeah, there's a lot of motion in this. So now we have another really short scene wherein Summer and Seth reflect on the developments. And Summer is upset because she thinks that Ryan and Marissa are the perfect couple and they were supposed to make it. (laughs) Okay, Summer does not pay attention to anything, Aaron. (laughs) Well, and Seth, in fact, speaks for us on this and is like, um, Um... (laughs) I mean, knowing what I know about your dad and your stepmom, I guess I get why you thought that. They they also bring up this that Marissa is still moving in with Julie and Caleb. The blackmail is out there in the open. How is this still happening? But you know who doesn't know about the blackmail? Which we find out later? Julie. Julie. (laughs) (laughs) 
which we will talk about. Okay, so um, what Seth does? Oh, Seth does not agree that they're the perfect couple. Yeah. Also, Summer and Seth are not going to have sex anymore. Yeah. Because no. with sex comes babies. Yeah. 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 They, yeah. Well, I mean, the sex ed class apparently at the school is not great. Yeah, has not taught them things to do. Uh, Abstinence is not the only guys. Yeah. Young children. Nope. Young adults who yeah. are in their 20s yeah. who are playing teenagers on TV. Just so you know, there are other ways to have safe sex. You have to use them properly. <laughs> Don't carry condoms around in your wallet for 12 years. That's bad. They will break. I like this moment in Mystery Outsiders and Abs where you <laughs> give a little bit of sex ed toward teenagers in our I audience. 20-year-olds who are playing teenagers on TV. Oh, all right. Also, you don't have to have sex. Hugging and kissing is good, too. <laughs> you should do what's right for you. So we guys see Teresa's work at when she's actually working. and It's, it's, it's a cafe. It's on a, it's on a bakery. It's on a bakery. No. Shut up about being a baker. It's a cafe. Yeah. 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 You have tips. You have tables you run. It is a There's cafe. There's a register. It's a cafe. It's a Starbucks. Essentially. I, I would never call a Starbucks a bakery. And if you call a Starbucks a bakery, you're wrong. Yeah. But would you say this is sort of like, you know the bakery in Kimberly? Where you... No. But you can sit in there and you can. But they have don't have servers. There. You get yourself and you sit at your table. Mm, touche, my yeah. friend. This this is like people come out there. Yes, it's, I mean, to be fair, Starbucks doesn't really have that either. It's it, it's a cafe. It's a cafe. It's a cafe. Like uh, there's nothing else I can say. It is a cafe. And then um, Kirsten pulls a bad by showing. Well, because you know people always bug Kirsten when she's working and try to have conversations <laughs> it's with the her. The only way she knows how to do anything. <laughs> so she does the same thing to Teresa. Yeah, and Teresa's like. I'm at work. <laughs> no. No, please no. don't. And uh, she doesn't get tipped well, which, you know. Well, you happens. know what? I'm sure she's not a very good waitress. <laughs> she has too many emotions. So uh, over at the Newport group, Caleb is real stressed out. Yeah, and Sandy comes in to apologize. To extend the olive branch. To apologize for Caleb. Le- what, what is Sandy apologizing for? I think Sandy, uh, he doesn't really apologize. Okay, He's enough. just like, hey, maybe we pretend to be chill for <laughs> I, one day. Yeah. To, okay. You know what? I, I'm, I'm going to say that. Yeah. yeah. Sandy's not there to apologize. He's there to be like, hey, can we just not like be angry at each other for one day for your wedding? And then Caleb reveals, no, because you've destroyed my life. And Sandy's like, I mean, I didn't. And then Caleb's like, but you did because my company is about to go bankrupt and selling your restaurant was the one thing that would keep us afloat. And also they're being investigated for stuff, stuff. because. And Caleb, once again, is terrible at running a business because yeah. Sandy's like, oh, Kirsten didn't know or Kirsten didn't tell me. And yeah. Caleb's like, she doesn't know because her department is profitable. Yeah. Every department except for the one that Kirsten runs is at a loss. What? That means, means Kirsten is the only one in this family who actually knows how to do business, which makes sense because all Caleb does is be evil and run around. It's true. But, like, what kind of, like, shareholders meetings or, like, monthly town hall? Like, how is he running a business where the VP of one division has no idea that the rest of the company is underwater? I can definitely see that because I think when, like... So Caleb has Kirsten in charge of their development thing, yeah. which is doing gangbusters, because she that's all she does. And Caleb's mm-hmm. like, oh, don't worry about the other stuff. You're my daughter, so you don't have to worry about it. Just focus on your stuff. And she's the only one making money. She's the only one. Why? She should be in charge of that entire... She should be, she should be in charge of the company. She should be in charge of the Newport group. If she's the only one who can make money, you put her in charge of the company. If, yeah. you're, a, if you're a shareholder and you look... Or an investor, whatever, and you look at a company and you're like, all these people are losing money, except for that woman. Put that woman in charge. Put that woman in charge. (laughs) She's clearly really good. Yeah. Oh, Caleb, you're (laughs) so bad at business. It's a weird scene. And then (laughs) we're supposed to be like, oh, this is unfortunate. This makes sense why Caleb did all those things. And I'm like, no. 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 It doesn't make sense why he blackmailed Marissa. (laughs) Well, my my company's going under. I had to blackmail the daughter. Because all Caleb wants is for Julie to be happy, I guess. I guess? Um. So, Marissa is packing back at her house. Jimmy Cooper is real sad, but he's trying really hard to, like, put a good spin on things. Yeah, once again, like, the problem is there's just so many, like, loopholes. Because Marissa's like, what are you, like, like, 
like, you're gonna, I can't have you give that check back. You'll have nothing. I'm like, why does he have to give the check back? Why do you have to go, Marissa? We, you all know what's going on. Yeah, everyone knows he's bad. Aaron, can you imagine if I blackmailed someone and I'm like, uh, you have to pay me $1,000 or else I'm going to release this photo of you punching a dog. And then they, then that photo gets released and everyone sees the person's like, well, I agreed to pay you $1,000. So here's $1,000. Yeah. No, the blackmail's out there. Every. Everyone except for one person, which we will talk about. <laughs> so, he, yeah, there's – Caleb has no longer has any leverage. <laughs> but but apparently these people are so honorable. <laughs> Even if that's the talk they just had, it's like, Mr. you don't have to do this. No, my honor says that I must. I agreed. And he's like, mm, otherwise a fairy might curse you. <laughs> Can, I, like, I like to imagine on the alignment scale that I sometimes use. Oh, yes. Um, the D&D alignment scale. Everyone in this is lawful. Everyone's lawful. Either they're, they're lawful, lawful good or lawful, lawful evil. Lawful good, lawful neutral, lawful evil. But they're all lawful. They all stay true to their word. Except for Jimmy Cooper. <laughs> well, but I mean, right now he also still is. He's chaotic good. I guess he's sort of chaotic good. He did he break. Bro- he broke a lot of rules he, when he stole that. No, money. but he has his own rules. Oh, of course. That's that's what that's what lawful neutral and, means. He's great. lawful neutral. All right. Yeah. Um. So back at the Cohen house. We find out that Teresa hasn't told her mom yet. And this yeah. comes up, like, a bunch of times during the episode. Her mom's religious. Her mom wouldn't understand. Yeah. It's so great that Ryan could tell the Coens, but she can't tell her mom. And I'm like, whoa, Ryan didn't tell the Coens. You told <laughs> yeah, the Coens. Yeah, you told the Coens. You felt like this is a thing you could do. So Sandy is super realistic, but he's also very supportive of Ryan. Yeah. But And Sandy is the only reasonable character in this episode because there's a little bit of an undercurrent where Sandy's like, we're gonna figure it out. Yeah. You will be okay. Everyone else is just like, Ryan's a dad now. Yeah. Which Which is not Ryan even fully true. Not we necessarily don't know. a dad now. It could still be Eddie. And in any other TV show, if they had set up all the sympathy for Teresa, you'd be yeah. like, oh, look at this evil woman trying to like trick him into being the baby dad when she doesn't know. Yeah. But because we have sympathy for Teresa, we're like, oh, this is real tough. Yeah. But it's like she's taking advantage and this is oh, I'm it's, here, it's like here's, she's here's taking a hot advantage take. of Ryan's goodness. It does like, somewhat feel like that. And I don't think she's consciously doing it. No. But she's he's the only one that she can really... And so she's just like, no, this is your problem now. Yeah. And I just... And because Ryan has so much honor in him, he... And she, But she knows he has that honor. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but she does come up and she... But she has made a decision that she is... Once again, they're never going to say the word abortion. But she's going to do that because she can't have it and she can't tell her mom. And and Ryan has emotions. Well, then she says, so you should be happy because now you're off the hook. And I'm like, whoa! whoa. <laughs> Settle down, Teresa. Also, what about Eddie? Who it's more likely that this child belongs to. Yeah. I mean, yes, Ryan has a stake in this and... Uh, presumably yeah. you and Ryan did have unprotected sex, which yeah. goes against what we know of Ryan's character. But I, We still didn't even know that, to be fair. I know. I wish they had dropped something <laughs> earlier. <laughs> Ryan was just like, but we wore a condom. I mean, once again, 99.9% because things happen. I think condoms are actually only like 76% um, efficient. With I, was like... u- I was actually using the, um, the ratio for germs. <laughs> Because <laughs> so, that's my favorite thing about those commercials. Is they, is they, they can't legally say 100%. Yes. Because, I mean, there's some weird germs out there. Well, with perfect use, condoms are like 99.7% yeah. safe. With typical use, they're like yeah. 70, I think 76 or 79 or something. Yeah. Anyway, still very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Oh, now you're yeah. off the hook. Teresa, you know, Ryan, you know what saying that is going to do to him. So he has emotions now. Yep. Uh, and hey, we get a little bit back to Seth's boat. Seth, Summer breeze. All Seth wants is to go sailing with his brother. Yeah, his brother is his, Ryan. His, his brother, best friend, dad. And then he lists all the brothers who sail, yeah. which is oh so good. Yeah, it, including such luminaries as the Wright brothers when they weren't flying, mm-hmm. and the, the Ringling Ring brothers, brothers with all those chimps, and the Hanson brothers, and the Hanson brothers who played a cruise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hanson. Oh. They're so religious now. Let's all just take a moment and think about Hanson. Which was a relevant cultural reference when this TV show was on. Was it? A little bit. Mmm, bop. Mmm, bop. Shoot it, bop. <laughs> Plant ro- a flower, watch it grow. 
So Kirsten decides it's time to talk to Teresa. And um, she is going to take Teresa to Planned Parenthood so yes. Teresa can get the information she needs because someone has to take her. Yes. And yes, it Teresa, should... someone does have to take yeah, you. Yeah, no, you should not – do not go alone. You need a grown-up. Yes. 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 So all then right. there's a sad music conversation between Ryan and Marissa. And all of the kids are trying to make Ryan happy and be yeah. like, you know, this is for the best. Things are going to go back to normal. But the sad music plays and you know that normal – is so far away. <laughs> so far away. Because Ryan has conflicts. So uh, we have the tiniest of scenes where Caleb surprises Julie with, in fact, a palace. Yeah, it's a giant, like, pseudo sandstone house. And so it's not where Julie lives, okay? No. It's not where Caleb lives. It's another house? Yeah, it's, he, he got a giant house because, you know, his company's failing. And this He's is... doing the Jimmy thing. Yes. That's what Julie does <laughs> it's to great. men. It's great. Is and also... <laughs> Julie's super villain power? Um, sure. Men just want to give her things? Sure. And destroy themselves in the interim? Mostly I'm just thinking about the fact that she reacts to the house the same way she reacted to the shippers last uh, episode. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> she wants to live there forever. Yeah, she she wants to live there forever, which is like a warning sign. Like, I'm, a, I'm impressed. It wasn't, I want to live here forever. And then there was just a sharp zoom in on Caleb's face. <laughs> like, so then we have another sailboat scene. Where they sadly reflect about how much everything has changed. Yeah. And how Seth never went to Tahiti because now he has a brother and he doesn't need he, to. He had a reason to stay. Oh, God. Because he had his best friend, brother, dad. <laughs> the sad music plays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently, also when Kirsten was like, like, Teresa, I'll bring to Planned Parenthood. She also decided to bring her to lunch Planned, that day. Planned Parenthood was very hard for Teresa. And so Kirsten wanted to help her. Oh, is, oh, is this after? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I thought I thought Kirsten was just like, also, let's just go to lunch right – I didn't realize it was the next day already. Yeah. No, this is right after. Okay. So uh, the people of Planned Parenthood was, were very nice. Yeah. Um, they're going to have an appointment the next day. And she says that Teresa can eat anything she wants because she's not going to go under. Yeah. So I'm going to explain this to our audience. Yeah. What this means is that Teresa is really, really early in her pregnancy. Yeah. And if she's not having anesthetic, that means that she's going to have what's called a chemical abortion. Yeah. Which is where she takes a bunch of pills and then it essentially gives her what is like a period. Yeah. Um, and it flushes everything out. Yeah. She's not going to have what people think of when they think of abortion, which is like the vacuum cleaner hose, which is not what it no, is. No, it's not how it works. But if she was going to have that, then she would have anesthetic well, she'd go under. At, at, at I just think it's important that people are yeah. educated. Yeah. At this point, the fetus is just a bundle of cells. Yeah. Like it's – just it's mucus for Which the most part. Either means that it's only been like a month since Ryan and Teresa hooked yeah. up, which doesn't track for me. But all right, yeah. or it's one hundred percent not Ryan's. Why is no one asking these questions? I don't know. Um, and then the the uh, Kirsten does a talk, and it, it's a good talk. Like she is a mom to Teresa. Yeah, and essentially the gist of her talk is. Teresa doesn't have to make this decision right now. And Teresa says, yes, I do. Blah, blah, blah. My mom's religious. I make $11 a day in tips. Yeah. You're a very bad waitress, Teresa. <laughs> yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And then Kiki eventually is like, you don't have to make the decision that makes sense. Yeah. You have to make the decision that's right for you. Yeah. And I made the same decision as you once. Yeah. I don't regret what I decided, but I wish I had I had, had someone tell me if this, that I have choices. Yeah. If this was after the Planned Parenthood – the thing that bugs me is there's an undercurrent then that Planned Parenthood did not want her to think about it. Because from what I've... I think... I, I think this is, this is, that, that it's better coming from Kirsten in the, the yes. show context. And you know what? I, From what I know of how Planned Parenthood and similar organizations work, yeah. um, they have to be so careful about not passing judgment. Yeah. That sometimes they can't ask the questions in the same way that Kirsten would. Yeah. So they probably did bring up options and they yeah. probably pointed out several options, but yeah. they had to be so... They, they have to be very careful not to push anyone in any direction. Yes, and because Teresa to... came in with her mind so made up, yeah. they couldn't... Yeah, it's 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 hard because because if you say like, oh no, you should definitely, you should definitely have an abortion, then that's a problem. But yeah. if you also say like, no, no, you shouldn't. Or if a that's... kid comes in, a kid. Yeah. If someone comes in, they're like, I want an abortion, and you're like... Are you sure? 
you don't have to make that decision. That could also yeah. be taken as. Yeah, that's why a lot of the, um, uh, like, uh, my parents have, like, those pamphlets. Yeah, it is hard, guys. It is hard. Yeah. So they would talk. We, uh, we learn that apparently implied, which I'm going to say, yeah, uh, Kirsten had an abortion. Ooh. I thought I implied that, like. N- no. I don't so think- <laughs> Kirsten, as I said. Yeah. Also made a choice, there we and go. she doesn't regret her choice. Yeah. But she wishes she had someone there to yeah. tell her that she had options, which I definitely said before I went on my rant. I don't think you did. Let's agree to disagree. Let's roll the tapes. I'm not going to do that. No, I'm telling. <laughs> I'm telling the listeners to rewind. Oh my god! Are you guys back now? All right. Can I want to take one moment here and say something, Aaron? Jimmy Cooper. Yeah. I don't think Sandy. No, I no. Of course, Sandy. Sandy doesn't know. We learn later. Yeah. He has no idea what she's talking about. Well, he doesn't need to have known. No, no, absolutely. No, absolutely. But I think Jimmi Cooper. No, yeah, yeah. Which, which means that's a thing that happened between her and, and another character on this show. And does Jimmy Cooper know? Does Jimmy Cooper know? <laughs> Jimmy Cooper has no cool. There's no way he could know. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff in this that I'm kind of curious about. I would like to see Unpacked. <laughs> and the show might do it. Who knows? So anyway, Ryan has a short visit with Teresa. And she has flipped. And the sad music plays. Yeah. Because she's... Gotta keep the baby now. So, um, Kiki and Sandy have, like, a very emotionally charged conversation about Teresa suddenly changing her mind. Yeah, because, like, Sandy's like, they're still children. You talked to her. Yeah. And now her mind has changed. What did you say? Yeah. Because, and he's not blaming Kirsten. No. He just wants to make sure that she's making the decision for the right reason. Yeah, that, that, that Kirsten didn't. I feel weird about this because... I think, like, Kirsten's stuff was very, very Mm well-meaning, but I feel like there's a lot of stuff that came out of it that's truly unfortunate, which is unfortunate because Mm -hmm. Kirsten had so... Like, when she was going through what she was going through, she had a lot of... Support. And I think she really, really, really thinks she is a support line for Teresa, but Teresa does not feel the same way. And I think, unfortunately... Kirsten doesn't know Teresa well enough. I think if Kirsten could have seen the future... Yeah. She probably wouldn't have given this advice, but then she would have regretted it. So she's in a real tough situation, you guys. Yeah. And why would Kirsten regret this advice? Well, because Teresa and Ryan have a conversation. She's leaving, and she wants him to come with her. To her home. To raise this child with her. Where Eddie... Her abusive fiance is having possibly Ryan's child. And once again, the Eddie we know would be sad. Um, the Eddie the show wants us. Would He would he would you know beat what? the hell out of Ryan. They haven't given us any indication. Like, Ryan, about how they think Eddie would feel. Eddie has no idea. And it's just. Oh. What if, I this is a question that we could have done at the end, but I kind of want to do it now. What if it is Eddie's kid? And I, I think it's more likely that it is. I mean, here's they've the, had so much more I, sex. I don't think, I don't think at this point Teresa is ever planning on having a paternity test. I know she's just decided that Ryan's yeah. going to be the which, dad, which means Eddie is going to push for a paternity test because it could be his kid. And the Eddie. Well, let's get there's two you know, diff- there's two different Eddies. You know what? Even aside from the Eddie that we know, Eddie is a man yeah. who could possibly have a child. And Eddie cares a lot about family and yeah. a lot about what's his. Yeah. Whether or not he's good yeah. or bad or whatever. He cares yeah. about that. Eddie is absolutely going to ask for a paternity test. Yeah. And I think it's I don't think the choice is Teresa's to make. To just decide that because Ryan is better, because, Ryan is the dad. Yeah, because Ryan is the closest one right now. And so she has, she seems to feel, I mean, she has never wanted Ryan to stay in the OC. She yeah. has always wanted him to come home. Yeah. And she seems to feel that she has a right yeah. to ask him to come home and to make him take this on. Yeah. We'll probably come back to this in a little little bit but it's just a uh it just is it's really bad it is so there's so many levels and and in a comedy they would do this storyline completely differently and she would be like this evil cackling villainous <laughs> but i just oh you guys 
So, Aaron. Yeah, Kevin. What are you drinking tonight? Well, Kevin, in honor of this episode, I am pulling a Kirsten. Yeah. And I'm getting champagne drunk. <laughs> With your tiny bottle of Prosecco? Well, I have to drive home. Yes. So, <laughs> so not actually champagne drunk. Not actually champagne drunk. Champagne mildly tipsy. Yeah. On not champagne. Because I couldn't find a tiny bottle of champagne. Found Prosecco. Found Prosecco. I like the tiny individual bottle of Prosecco. That's for <laughs> like one person. That's, that's not that's not something you have to drink with someone else. Something you can just like, no. you know, watch something and open up yourself a tiny bottle of Prosecco. It's just for me. It has 200 milliliters. That's less than a cup. <laughs> less than a cup of Prosecco. Yeah. Delicious. It is Prosecco. It's Prosecco. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Do you want some Prosecco? Nah, so that's just for you, Aaron. It really is. I only have like three sips left. Just for you. Drink some right now. All right. Ah, refreshing. Hey, Aaron, remember that thing we were going to talk about later? The torture chamber in the basement of Julie Cooper's house? Yeah, okay. Yeah, let's do that. I mean, that's 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 not for Julie Cooper. We know that, it's right? It's for Caitlin. It's for Caitlin. There was a line when they walked in, though, and I was like, oh, the show has turned in on itself. They yeah, know. It's, yeah, it's for Caitlin. Now, to be fair, the torture chamber is, like, it's completely consensual. It's like a BDSM. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the boy fights are next to that. Yeah, they um, like it. I mean, Kirsten's su- I mean, uh, Caitlin's super excited about this. This is the best house. This is the, this is the best house for her boy fights. <laughs> That's why she's not in this episode. She's only well, she is actually evil eye people. She is. She's Isn't she one of the bridesmaids? Like, like, super far. I don't think it's the same actress, but there's definitely a child in The Bridesmaids. Yeah, but we, I mean, I guess she's in the episode. Yeah, but she's not in the episode. Shailene Woodley, she was too expensive. Yeah, no. So, uh, so Kirsten, so, uh, not Kirsten, I keep calling her Kirsten. <laughs> Kaylin is setting up her, uh, her boy fights right now. But more important, importantly, Jimmy and his girlfriend Haley have come over to help his daughter move into his ex-wife's house. Yeah, and. Which Julie's not happy about. Yeah, and this is where we, <sighs> this is where we reveal that Julie has no idea of the blackmail and no one Bothers wants to, to tell to Juliet to spare her feelings. I mean, would you want to tell Julie or would she, I'm not Jimmy Cooper and Haley who both hate her so much. But I feel like if you told Julie, she would develop Hulk strength and full on pick you up and carry you and throw you into that fountain out back. I I'm I think she would not marry Caleb is the thing. And why are they so Do in- you really think she would not marry Caleb? I don't know. Or do you think she would rage marry Caleb? <laughs> I think she'd get angry at Caleb, still marry him and then ha- once again have a very toxic relation with her daughter. But now she's living in the house cuz her daughter's going to live there because of honor? I don't know. This is dumb. <laughs> so dumb. I hate this drama, right? I hate Marissa's storyline. Everything you know what? I just mm, the only <laughs> women on the show I like right now are Kirsten and Haley. Yeah, yeah, I like Haley. I like Caitlin. I like Caitlin. <laughs> I'm okay with Julie. Summer's got Summer's gone real good in this last episode. Yeah, Summer's much better she, than she was. She 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 got over her whole dad thing in between last episode and this episode. It's hilarious. They don't mention it. All she needed was Haley to be like, "Don't you want to be a typical rebellious teen?" And then she's like, "Oh, I do. Mm, I do like being typical." So uh, okay. we we learned that Seth is selling his boat. All right, back to the heartbreaking thing. Seth's storyline this episode is so just every single time it comes up, it's sadness. So the sad music plays. Yeah, and Seth is selling his boat because he wants to give money to Ryan because Ryan is leaving because Teresa is keeping the baby, and so he wants to give the money to Ryan so Ryan can give it to Teresa so she can give her baby. A good and that's life. the only thing Seth can do for his best friend, brother, dad. The sad music it plays. What? Who is that man he's talking to, by the way? And why do I recognize him? Was <laughs> he one of the water polo players? He, I, I don't know. He's like, he's like he's he's the broker, I guess, for the guy who's actually going to buy it. Yeah, he's not introduced, so I feel like he, we should know no, him. No, not not the character, not the character, the actor. Oh, I don't know. <sighs> He has that look. He does, that yeah. That look that all the guys He's have that early 2000s look. Uh, He's got a bright smile and floppy hair. I don't know. All right, well, it's... Um, it's the rehearsal dinner. Rehearsal dinner, which yeah. Which is the party of this episode. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's the party of this We've episode. slowly given up, but just so you guys know, there is always a party in every episode still. Um, there's a few where they skip it. But usually, yes. Yeah. yeah. And there's something that's vaguely party-like if yeah. they skip it. Um, the best part of this, though, is right as it begins, Jimmy enters, and he throws so much shaded Caleb, winter plants sprout up at their feet. It's 
astounding. <laughs> so because Caleb's like, why is he here? And Kirsten's like, he's family. <laughs> and Jimmy's like, yeah, Caleb, I'm excited to see your wedding. She's one hell of a woman. Ah. And I'm like, good <laughs> job, Jimmy. Jimmy, you're high. <laughs> <laughs> so then we have a cute, short little nonsense where Seth and Julie are talking and she asks if he's excited to be a groomsman. <laughs> like, Julie's making a weird conversation with this kid because she doesn't talk to him that much. But she's realized he's going to be her grandchild, yeah, so... Uh, the only relationship that Julie has ever had with Seth Cohen is the fact that he's lived next to her and he knows that she had sex with Luke. It's true. <laughs> that is their relationship. And the last time they talked was when, was when Seth... Threw some serious shade at her because that's the theme of everything. <laughs> yeah. When when uh, after Luke got in his car accident, it's true. Yeah, that's the last time they talked. <laughs> um, so Marissa and Julie have some brief awkwardness because now Julie knows that Marissa hates her with her deepest soul. Yeah, but Julie still doesn't know why. It's true. <laughs> and then Seth and Summer are super weird to Marissa, lying about where Ryan is. Well, because they know that Ryan's leaving, but she yeah. doesn't know that Ryan's leaving yet. Yeah. I, I didn't realize it right away that they were that they were in the Cohen's backyard. Oh yeah. Um. So I'm like, so I thought they were lying to explain why Ryan wasn't there. Then she goes to the pool house, and he's hiding in the pool house. Oh, but first we have a little scene where Sandy tells Caleb that he talked to the DA that fi- financial destruction is nigh. Yeah. And Julie doesn't know yet. Yeah. And Sandy's like, I feel like you should tell her. And then Caleb's like, Why? So she won't marry me? And he's like, And Sandy's like. Because you should be honest with your future wife. Yeah. he. I, I do enjoy that um, Sandy does take this moment to, to be like, you know, it's funny that uh, she divorced <laughs> Jimmy because he was a poor criminal and, mar- and you were rich. But now Jimmy has a lot of money and you're going to be a poor criminal. <laughs> and then Caleb says, I don't believe in irony. <laughs> like, and then he's like, well, it believes in you. See ya. <laughs> The thing is, like, that he, of course, he believes in irony. He had the whole fairy thing. Exactly. Yeah, he stole. He stole from a fairy, and now he can only lie. Oh man. Oh man. So Ryan's hiding in the pool house. Yeah. He tells Marissa the truth. The sad music plays. <laughs> Marissa brings up a funny bit, where, which is that Deshi made up with Eddie, and I'm like, what? What? How are we supposed to feel about this? Because we, because you're saying us that Eddie is an abuser. But Marissa apparently thinks Eddie is good. Doesn't understand anything. Yeah, because Marissa's like, no, that doesn't make sense. From like what I've seen of Eddie, that makes no sense. So I choose to believe my own version of the truth. <sighs> <sighs> so um, the rehearsal dinner is only the family. Yeah. So I'm reminded again, Julie Cooper has no friends. Oh I, yeah, I know she has and her sister. Caleb certainly has no friends. Who her sister who did not come to the wedding. Her sister was not invited to the wedding. She was. Caleb invited her to the wedding. Maybe Julie just <laughs> forgot <laughs> to send Julie out an invite. Lo- she forgot to send the invite. Or maybe the venue information didn't get there early enough. Well, that's because, I mean, to and be so fair. he they... was just wandering the streets of Newport being like, is my sister's wedding here? Because they sent out the invitations and all they say is TBA. TBA. And they called her, but she didn't pick up her cell phone. Yeah. 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 Um, Caleb gives a uh, a speech about fatherhood. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is great and for a guy who doesn't believe in irony some good dramatic irony sure is he also points out that the Nichols, cohen's and coopers are all going to become one family <laughs> i'm like don't make it weird you just made it real you just weird. made it real weird um, it wasn't weird until you did that think about how weird this is for marissa her dad is dating her stepfather's daughter her dad is dating her aunt your step aunt, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, Kevin, do you know who's not in this family? What name was not listed on that list? Is it Caitlin? No, it was the Atwoods. Oh, right. No, yeah. Ryan will not be a part of this family. No. So he walks off into the night. I'm 100% sure Caleb does not know Ryan's last name. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he doesn't understand. It was Ryan Cohen, right? <laughs> he He's your son. <laughs> He's my grandson. No. He's blonde. Kristen, you had twins, right? <laughs> no. No. What? That, no. We Remember we adopted him from the streets? You were very angry because he burned down your model home? I don't know why I would be angry about that. That's my grandson. <laughs> I've known him since he was yay high. <laughs> I remember when you were not but a baby. What? <laughs> but Caleb, you don't. Caleb, I think you... <laughs> Caleb, do you have dementia? 
I don't know what you're talking about. I've always had two Oh, hello, Summer, my granddaughter. <laughs> I remember when you married my grandson. <laughs> oh, no, I assume he also just thinks she's related. Oh. That's why you two are hanging around so much, your brother and sister. He also thinks she's a Cohen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he's not good. <laughs> What's your last name? Uh, Summer. Breeze, no. <laughs> what is her last name? I don't know. I don't know either. Summer. Summer, summer. Does she not have a last name? It'd be pretty. I was thinking it'd be pretty funny when he was doing that speech. He was just like, "And now the the Coens and Coopers and Nichols will be one family, and same with Summer, one family. <laughs> everyone but Ryan, one family. Really, everyone but Ryan. Ryan, you have your own family. <laughs> I was told. I don't know. I was told nothing about this, but I'm just talking directly to you now. So he walks into the house, and the kids follow. And they just decide to escape into the night. <laughs> yeah, they just abandon the the rehearsal dinner because no one cares. No, no one cares. And they go yeah. back to the beach, back yeah. to where Ryan and Seth were beaten up. Yeah, this is the moment where they have to reflect on the pilot. And it's rife with nostalgia. Yep, Summer does not remember that <laughs> <laughs> that uh, Seth and uh, Ryan are at the Holly's party. To be fair, I think she was blitzed. She was very drunk. I'm 100% sure she was just drunk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that was back when they definitely did not realize she was a virgin. And they also didn't realize she was going to be a main character. Yes. By the way, her last name is Roberts. What? What? I looked it up. Good job. I don't know why that upsets me so much. <laughs> Their name's just Roberts. I'm also upset. <laughs> okay, so then we find out for good, Ryan has to leave. Yeah. Because he's, he's just... an honorable man. Virtue is too strong. Yeah. For, once again, a child that – I don't think he cares because no one else cares. Has But no one has brought this up to him? Like, No. It has never been mentioned on the show. As yeah. soon as she said that she was pregnant, everyone was like – No, nah, it's Ryan's. Like, no one has even had a discussion her with fiance, him. fiancé, the person she was going to marry. It's There's no way it's Not his kid. Not even a consideration. No way it's his kid. How many times did she sleep with Ryan? Like, three? It, yeah, it's yeah. – and – yeah. I just – I know we have to believe the show, and I know that these th- like I got also. Welcome to Aaron's sex ed talk. Nice. You can get pregnant by having sex once with no protection. Yeah. Now, on the same hand, it can be very hard to get pregnant because there's only really three months of, or sorry, three days of the month when you are ovulating and you're able to do that. But if you get it right, oh. So I guess she and Ryan just happened to date for the three days she was ovulating. (laughs) Yeah, that's why she was so turned on. It's true. Oh, just so you guys know, when you are ovulating, all of your hormones go all crazy because your body is wired to make you want to reproduce. We want to have our species succeed. So just be aware. Use protection. The pill is good. IUDs are good. Condoms are good. Other sexual... uh, Contraceptives are good. Just like two meters of space between you and your partner. Also. (laughs) 99.9%. Hugging and kissing is also good. 99.9%. And you can't get pregnant by being in a hot tub together. There was the um, episode, uh, or there's not the episode, the arc in Scrubs where where, um, when uh, Elizabeth Banks got pregnant Mm. and they never had sex. Yes. Yeah. 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 It can happen. Uh, So Seth learns from that man who i know i know from somewhere that apparently this other random guy who we well, i don't know whether just to make him be the one who buy the boat <laughs> and said he's this in-between this guy broker. Uh, but, but turns out can't get the money together and seth is just heartbroken because he just wants to do something for his best friend brother dad yeah so he has a new plan a plan where they're all going to get jobs and they're going to pay for an apartment for ryan Wait, is that what they're going to do or, or for Teresa? For Ryan and Teresa to live in together. Why can't, Why is that? Why, what? Well, Marissa immediately points out that this is a very bad plan because Teresa just wants to be home with her family. Yeah, that's not the, that's not the problem, Seth. And then Seth just lashes out. He's <laughs> filled with fire and fury. And he and brings he, up audience points. <laughs> yes. He tells Marissa that Ryan never would have gone together with Teresa if it hadn't been for her and Oliver, which true. <laughs> which fair. But then Marissa says, well, as if you don't only use Ryan, you just want him to protect you and help you get girls. And it's just like, I is my best friend, brother, dad. And Summer's like, um, <laughs> let's simmer. We all love Ryan. Has Seth ever used Ryan to try to get a girl? Um, 
Well, I mean, I guess in the last episode, Ryan played poker while Seth talked to a girl. Yeah, but, but that girl got him. Yeah, let's be 100%. That girl got him. So, no. Yeah. There was the time that Seth went to parties with the guy with the gun, <laughs> who he met through Ryan. That's true. But I think I don't think he ever used Ryan as yeah, like... Seth has grown out of this a long time ago. I don't think Ryan ever wingmaned Seth. I feel like Ryan would be a very bad wingman. <laughs> he would just stand silently beside Seth. <laughs> and leer at them. Yeah. In a way where it's like, if you hurt my friend, I'll kill you. Like a marionette. <laughs> so uh, Sandy comes in to dad at Ryan one last time. And Ryan throws all the sad music plays and Ryan throws all of Sandy's morals back at him. And he says, what I learned from you is you do what you have to do to protect your family. And you just know that it doesn't matter who that baby belongs to. Now it's Ryan's, which I hate. Which is not. I'm I'm like, I wonder how Kirsten feels about this because Ryan's dropping out of high school. And I don't like Kirsten would have had a more nuanced conversation. This this is what I mean by the fact that I don't think Kirsten really thought too much about. I think she thought that she'd tell Teresa. Yeah. To make her own choice. Yeah. And Teresa would make her own choice. And then, yeah. And then. Somehow everything would be. Would be fine. Yeah. But the truth is. The, the, the truth is that there are two kids with without GEDs mm-hmm. in Chino where Teresa's abusive ex. Also is, lives. Also lives. And maybe the baby's his or maybe the baby's Ryan's. And Teresa's never going to get a test because yeah. she's just decided it's Ryan's. Which means, that, which means what you're going to have is Eddie over and over just like making their life a living hell. Just. He's... Banging on the door, <laughs> demanding the test. Yeah, because, I mean, he's not going to go to a lawyer. No. Because <laughs> he, he gets Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> I think Kirsten must have imagined just, like, this ideal world scenario with Ryan and Teresa and a baby living in the pool house. Well, right? The, the, yeah. The problem I have, like, with Kirsten, I always believe that she always sort of has. And I, the thing is, I kind of like that about Kirsten's character is that her character was always a very idealist character, even mm. when things got super, super dark. She was very much idealist, which worked very well for a lot of the plot lines. This plot line, her idealism got really up against the idea of cold, hard facts. Do you think that she thought that Teresa would make Ryan a part of the baby's life? Um, like, I don't think she thought she would lose Ryan. No, I don't think she th- thought so either. I think at that point she was just... I don't want to say I want to say the way this doesn't sound terrible. I think Kirsten was thinking about herself. She was thinking about her own situation and what she yeah. wanted. And she offered that to Teresa without Teresa. thinking about the repercussions. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's rough because Kirsten's situation still was different. And I think um I think because Kirsten was raised in a single parent household, yeah. really. Like her mom died. Her mom I thought her mom died like in birth with Haley. Yeah. So her mom died. Yeah. So she's always just had a dad. Yeah. And I think in her mind, she's like, well, a single parent, that's not so terrible. Yeah. But she didn't think of the fact that, like, also they're, like, like yeah. they're, 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 um, <laughs> their dad doesn't own the Newport group. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we get to the wedding. Yes. Oh, sorry. There's one line that Sandy says, which is the part where my heart shattered, which was, just because you're leaving doesn't mean I'm letting you go. And also Ryan says... I, and I didn't write it down, and I wish I had, but he wants to give his kid, oh, this kid, a better yeah. life than he had. Yeah. It's not even his kid, necessarily. Yeah, and this doesn't seem like the... the Like, once again, Ryan's going to be a great dad, but circumstances are not great around them. No. And, I, and they should stay in the OC, because I bet they could get that baby a nanny, or... I bet that fancy school probably has a secret um, daycare. <laughs> yeah, for all the secret babies. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So now we get to the wedding. We're apparently Julie and Caleb are getting married in Rivendale. <laughs> That's what I wrote. I was like, what has happened? <laughs> They're getting married. neither, none of the three venues she mentioned. No, it's like a greenhouse situation with like overgrown. It's crazy. There's like... elves around. <laughs> like archway work oh my god that was a part of the condition of the fairy gold <laughs> and you must get married in our world in the fae and caleb's like why did you, did you know that that fairy is both the name of the the mythological race and the place the mythological race comes from they're fairies that. from fairy i did know that yeah 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 <laughs> so uh 
So there's something. There's like one shot here, which for some reason made me laugh, which is when you see Jimmy and Summer sitting next to each other. Because I imagine a moment where Jimmy just looks at her and goes, we don't talk at all. She's like, well, that's because you're a grown adult. <laughs> He's like, good point. <laughs> But may I sit here? Because everyone else we know is in the wedding party. (laughs) (laughs) This would be an easier shot for them to take. And she's like, hmm. I agree. So then the the sad music plays. So apparently it's a a gender flip version of Maybe I'm Amazed by um, Paul McCartney and Wings, I think. Paul McCartney and Wings. Yeah, yeah, Wings. Um, And (laughs) it's it's playing because it's more appropriate for Marissa. Yep. Everything has been more... And it's really sad. It's so sad. It's like... It's on... When we were talking about Riverdale, it's on par with when Betty um, stripped to Matt Jules Verne... Not Jules Verne. Whatever. Uh, Jules Verne. <laughs> Jules Verne's Mad World. I can't remember his name. Gary Jules. Yes. Gary Jules? Yeah. Yeah. Is on par with when she stripped to Gary Jules' Mad World. I do like, though, that Kirsten and Sandy crash the first dance. Mm, yes. Maybe it's the first dance. And then everyone else dances. I think because they all realized... This is a bad song choice. <laughs> we just need to get we through sh- this. We should all just dance to it. So Marissa and Ryan dance, and Marissa tells him that she understands why he has to leave, but she still doesn't want him to go. And it just encapsulates everything about Marissa's yeah. character. And she then she drops the love bomb. And <laughs> Ryan's face. <laughs> all these all these people in his life are just throwing emotional baggage on him and he just has to carry it. At this moment where I'm like Marissa, I understand you're going through so much and you're a hormonal teenager, but man, bad timing. You and Teresa both. Bad, bad, bad timing. You're off the hook. I love you. But then... I love you. I'm having a baby. Seth is sitting... I'm sorry, I'm hissing so much because it's so sad. (laughs) Seth is just sitting on the hillside by himself and Summer comes over because everyone's worried about him. And he just... Oh, God. He's watching the sunset, and he's sad about losing his best friend, brother, dad. And he's thinking about how he was alone before, and now he's going to be alone again. And Ryan is the only friend he's ever had. And Summer says that she'll be his friend, and he says that it's different. And that is why he started crying. (laughs) And I just cried through the rest of the episode. It's different. I might cry now. (laughs) He also tells Summer that the bow is named after her. And this is the perfect moment of those where it's like, it's creepy unless if it's not creepy. And in this case, it's not creepy. It's not creepy because it she likes works him. so well. Yes. Yeah. It, well, that's Everything's context. Everything's context. So Ryan packs up the pool house. And this is so cool. He's wearing the same clothes he was in the pilot. And everything he owns fits in two bags. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, fine. You, He's going back to you, Chino. You cry. I was very excited because of, because of the mirroring. It was very good. It was very good. He's wearing the exact same clothes. He doesn't. Move like a marionette anymore. I showed Aaron a photo that I found <laughs> online from the pilot episode. That's just, it's just Ryan in this weird, like, leering pose at Marissa. And he kind of looks like a marionette being hung up by strings. And then the, the caption just said, I stole a car. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, 27 hours ago. <laughs> so long ago. <laughs> so... Kirsten gives Ryan a lunch. She gives him a sack lunch. And she tells him that she didn't make it. And yeah. then she asks, if I learned to cook, would you stay? Yeah, she really she wants Ryan to stay. And then everyone hugs. Yeah. And then Ryan goes to see Seth in his room and he gives Seth a math to Tijuana. Tahiti. Tahiti. <laughs> Tijuana, wow. I've already been there. Seth, Seth is having a different kind of adventure. And the sad music plays. Seth tries to play it cool. And Seth is broken. And, He's broken. And then Ryan's... Seth, Seth is sad because he wanted to help Ryan but couldn't. Yeah. Because that's what he feels like he needs. He needs to help Ryan and he failed in helping Ryan. Ryan has helped him so many times. Which is a really un-2003, 2004 thing to do. To have... real, And this is a very understated part, part of this. Seth fails. Like, he wanted one thing. And he, he wanted, does not he get He wanted it. to help Ryan. He fails in helping Ryan. And Ryan doesn't even know that, like, Seth has been going through this. Nope. I know. Nope. It's such... Yeah. And then, <sighs> then uh, Ryan goes down, and Marissa's at the end of her driveway. Waiting to get picked up. As she always used to be. And the light shines behind her, and he looks out the car window, and Hallelujah plays. Yeah. And everyone is broken. <laughs> yeah. I don't mean to uh, break the moment here, but why is Marissa there? 
Oh, because she had to pack up the stuff that was left at her mom's house. I thought she got all of that She when... only got her sweater. <laughs> so she did have stuff there. She just left it behind she, again? She probably had, like, childhood stuff, like, in their storage room and stuff like that. Okay. And Julie is very selfish. Yeah, it was It was a very... I know it was a very, like, cool moment to see her. Like, once again, she's at the end of the thing. At the yes. end of the driveway. But I... And I didn't think until right now. So, I mean, that's, that's actually a good thing. I, I want to say that sometimes we nitpick stuff. Mm-hmm. If we if I don't think of it during the show, it's a good thing. So, I genuinely think yeah. that she probably... Because she didn't take everything with her. Like, I think yeah. when she went to Jimmy, she took her room. Yeah. I'm sure she still has stuff in that house. Like, you know, stuff that's packed yeah. away in the storage room and maybe winter clothes or something. Yeah. And I would imagine that Julie is so selfish... <laughs> That she would not pack up that stuff for Marissa. No. It's Marissa's stuff. She has to get it. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, they pro- they were not thinking this deeply. Yeah. And then she was picked up by a limo, and we get this, like, intercut with um, Seth leaving a note for, um, for his, his parents. parents in summer. And, then, and he's sailing away. And then... Everyone's being sad. Kirsten is cleaning up the pool house, and she breaks down sobbing. She, she doesn't even know that Seth's gone at this point. She misses her other son. I know! She's gonna be so much sadder, Erin! And then Marissa's at her new home, and she stands on the back of her palace. Yeah. And she is a sad princess. And then she drinks. She drinks the vodka. Because now that Ryan is gone, everyone is who they were yeah. before. Yeah. Seth's running away. Marissa's drunk. Summer is not a main character because <laughs> exactly. she has to get a moment in the end scene. It's really deep. <laughs> it's just gone so far. And then as Seth <sighs> sails off into the sunset, end credits. That's the end of the season. Oh my god, you guys! That is that is. If this was two thousand and three, two thousand and four, because we can't remember when it is. Two thousand and four. two thousand and four. That was it. And that's all you got until the end of the summer. Yeah, because, hey, there's no, like, Riverdale where they came back six months early. Yeah, no. No, 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 no. You just had to wait. Yeah. And you didn't know. And that could have been the end. Ryan could have just come and changed these people's lives. (laughs) And then left. And then left. Like a ghost. Or a a superhero. (laughs) He was a fairy! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! He was the fairy that trapped Caleb, <laughs> and he came to see through his final vengeance. <laughs> and he also got his childhood girlfriend pregnant, but that's completely unrelated to his fairy magic. No, that's just a thing the fairies do sometimes. <laughs> sometimes you get your childhood friend uh, pregnant, and that's just what you have to deal with when you are of the fae people. <laughs> we figured it out! <laughs> That is the story of the OC. It's about a fairy. <laughs> we thought he was a superhero. He's still a superhero. But he's also a fairy he's, superhero. That's where he has his powers he's, from. Aaron, he's just like the OC. He's got a lot of stuff going on. Oh, he's man. a superhero. He's a fairy. A deal maker fairy. Oh, it's so complicated. That's why he's so good at poker. <laughs> Cause he's, yeah, because he's a fairy. Because he's a fairy. That's why he's so good at everything. Because he's a fairy. he's a fairy. But he's so bad at human emotions. Because he's a fairy. <laughs> Oh, cracked it wide open. <laughs> Brought it back. <laughs> oh, so, Aaron, oh, yeah, Kevin. throughout this episode, did you find yourself a CW moment? A CW moment. A moment where logic is whisks, whisked away by the power of Ryan's fairy magic and is replaced like a changeling child with drama. That's a good one. Yeah, good good reference to Celtic mythology. Thank you. Yes, I did. My CW moment was the moment where it was revealed what um, Teresa's workplace actually was. Because <laughs> they just change it as much as they want to make this, like... It's a, it's a cafe? She was too busy to work because they just wanted to show that Kirsten's going to try so, so hard to connect with Teresa so that the stakes are higher when she finally does connect and we know how desperate she is, I guess. It was nonsense. That was a nonsense scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my CW moment is tough because, like, oh, this episode has so many weird things in it. But I decided I would go with the fact that Marissa is still moving in with Julie and Caleb. Yeah, that also exists only for drama. Yeah. Like, there's no logic in like, that. Like, 
It's done, Caleb. Everyone except for Julie knows. And Marissa would not care about Julie's feelings. Not in the state Marissa's right now. She does not care about Julie's feelings. They did not rebond after the whole Luke fiasco. In fact, she will probably tell Julie immediately after the wedding. She just hasn't had a chance to yet because she's been too busy dealing with Ryan. Oh, by the way, um, Mom, I forgot something. I had something I wanted to tell you. Um, I was blackmailed into coming here by Caleb. Anyway, see you at dinner. Bye. 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 <laughs> Julie's like, what? <laughs> it's It just feels like... They need n- the drama. And there's not one person, I feel like, who knows the truth that cares that much about Julie's feelings. No. Only Kirsten is the only one who, who I can imagine. And Kirsten because doesn't know. Kirsten's whipped by her dad. And by Julie. And by Julie. Um, but Haley would love to do it. Oh my god, she would love it. Jimmy cares more about his daughter than... And also, mm-hmm. he's, he punched Caleb in the face. Julie doesn't even understand why he did that. What What did you... Did Jimmy should be like, nah, fell, I punched him in the face. Julie thinks that Jimmy is fighting for her honor. Julie thinks that Jimmy <laughs> is still in love with her. 100%. <sighs> yeah, so that's my CW moment. It's a good one. Yeah. All, all in all, if we want to do a quick wrap-up on this uh, season, um, the ending bit was real good, but some of the stuff that led up to it were less so. So I feel like it was a bad story that was very well done. Oh, per- yeah, exactly. You nailed it. Yeah. The story terrible yeah <laughs> makes no sense destroys people's it, characters it, it takes a lot of like you need to ignore the fact that the first 25 episodes happened yeah but done in such a strong way that tugs at my heartstrings yeah and while i'm so mad at the characters specifically Teresa, for being like yep this is ryan's problem yeah i can't blame her yeah i mean if you had a choice between ryan and eddie <laughs> well and once again new eddie new eddie not old eddie but even old Eddie and I mean, new old, Ryan. Old Eddie means well. Well, but me, the thing about new Ryan is that, that that would be like then you get the Cohen support, but she doesn't want the Cohen support. But he's a superhero now. Mm, I don't know if she knows that. She might know she's a fa- he's a fairy. Maybe she just wants that fairy life for her child. <laughs> I mean, since he's a fairy, they're going to know who that baby belongs to right away. Does it have pointy ears? Can you imagine? Can you imagine? I just have the image of Ryan taking off his shirt because he never takes off his shirt, and it's just like. Like, in fancy script, it just says, Fey Life, <laughs> across his chest. <laughs> I'm living that Fey Life. <laughs> oh, no. Chino, full of fairies. Yeah, but yeah. Eddie. Eddie is a human in that world of fairies, and that's why he has such a chip on his shoulder. He might be a werewolf. That's why he needs his feelings, gang. Oh, uh, no. If it's if it's gay, it has to be, he's a troll. He might be an ogre. He could be... Oh, he can't be a leprechaun. No. He's not tricksy enough. No. <laughs> Sandy might be a leprechaun. Sandy's <laughs> definitely a leprechaun. Sandy's a leprechaun. And he has such delight. I mean, remember, he he came out from, uh, where where is Sandy from? He's it's from a, New York. New York. Came down from New York. He's a New York leprechaun. <laughs> Perfect. And married into the, the, um, the Nichols. And the Nichols are definitely elves. I don't know if they're magic. Really? No. You don't think Kirsten... No, I think... No, she's too practical. You're right. Yeah, no. I think what happened is that they just happened... Like, once again, the deal was is that they had to have their wedding in the Feylands. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because he was tricked into that. Yeah. Yeah. By Ryan. Yeah, was tricked into it by Ryan. Aaron, can't you follow this clearly thought out mythology <laughs> that we're not just yes-anding at each other about? <laughs> it's just very complicated. <laughs> I need to draw a family tree. <laughs> Well, don't forget, it has the, it has the roots of Yggdrasil. <laughs> Yggdrasil. That's how you pronounce it. But where did Oberon and Titania fit into this? Um, they I don't know. Don't. They're, they're in Chino. <laughs> they're in Chino. They're somewhere in Chino. They're hanging out. This is not their story. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's the story of the lesser fae. Yeah. <laughs> Pucks around there somewhere. Great. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, uh... Hey, in a few days. I mean, by now, the Riverdale should be out. You guys have watched it. You guys have watched it. We have not, because we don't watch it until right, right before we record. And also, it's not out yet by the time we're recording this. Shh, don't destroy the illusion. Okay, this is a live. It's a live podcast. Live podcast. Uh, but we'll be back on Monday again with the Riverdale episode. I Presumably, unless if we're completely wrong about this. And then maybe we've been saying this is Thursday, but it's actually Monday. Oh, that would be crazy. Maybe I'll leave it in. Maybe I'll say stuff beforehand. Who knows? Ooh. Ooh. Anyway, Riverdale, it's coming back. Yeah. So if you like this, you should. Um. Yeah, you should talk to us. You can. Or well, you know, first of all, 
like us on a, or subscribe to us do or both. follow us or do all this. Do all the stuff that you can do on your various podcatchers. Because they're good. Yeah. Apple Podcasts and other ones that we're on. Now that Riverdale is coming back, you need to get us on that chart. We have a blood feud with another Riverdale podcast that we're also teaming up with. I don't know if we're a blood feud with them. We're going to dominate the world. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's true. It's we, complicated. We, we we mentioned that there's that all these Riverdale podcasts are going to fuse into one being. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So yep, yep. not a blood feud then. Mm-hmm. A blood pact. Yeah, blood pact. It was a it was a pact made under a full moon. <laughs> but anyway, get us up there on the charts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or talk to us. Yeah. On Instagram, on Twitter, both our podcast MOA podcast MOA. Yeah. You can send us an uh, email as well if you want to say stuff about the OC or about what you're excited to see in the next bit of Riverdale. Or if you want to give us some information. Yeah. Sometimes there are things we don't know about. Tell us about fairies. Tell, tell us about fairies. We need to know more about the mythology. I know a lot about the mythology of fairies, but yeah, tell me. I also know a lot, but I need more. Yeah, yeah. Tell us more about fairies. <laughs> Guess what we don't know and fill in the blanks. Aaron, how do you spell fairy? F-A-E-R-I-E. Fairy. Yeah. 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 I like to do it with the Y at the end. Oh, that's just the way I did in my book. I don't know why. The 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 problem is that the I there's some people think I E is plural. Oh, it's not. No, so fairy becomes fair. It's a whole thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. Um, yeah. Email us podcastmoa podcastmoa at gmail dot com. We're rambling now. Tell us about fairies. Will Ryan return to the OC? Will Seth return to the OC? Will we return to the OC? For answers to all this and more, join us on Mystery Outsiders and Abs. A teen drama fan cast? <laughs>